Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today is day 87 of our 100 Peace Challenge. Tell me why, on day 87, I'm sitting down to record this late in the evening. And I just ate like a handful of pepperoni slices and some grapes. Tell me why. That's not what I set out to do on this challenge. We are day, we are 87 days in. I'm eating pepperoni slices at 9 p.m. recording my daily show, which I've aimed to do in the morning this whole time. That's too much. That's a bit too much for me to unpack today. I'm sorry. We pulled strange fruit. And I've been thinking how I th- when we pull a song, a really complicated song, a really difficult song, when I like reach my hand into the bag and up jumps Strange Fruit, for example, which I have complicated feelings about. And I think that we all, I mean, it's a very complex circumstance surrounding the song. And I hesitate all day. I think about like, what the fuck am I going to say? Like, what do I, what do I have to say? What the fuck? Why do I, I don't have anything to say about anything. I just jibber jabber, chit chat, chatter, chatter, chatter. To be a voice across the airwaves that you can count on, hopefully. Someone who's here. That's what I do. That's what I'm trying to do. But when we pull a song like Strange Fruit, I'm suddenly forced to confront my complex emotions about this song being performed by a non-person of color. So things have changed so much, right? Like the world is rapidly spinning we every things that are things that you you can look through a lens a modern day lens at anything you can look through the lens of today and look back at any like anything that you enjoyed in the 70s 80s 90s 2000s with a total cringe factor you can look back at it and say like i cannot believe they just said that on tv but what it was really doing, if you look through it with a modern lens, you can really poke holes in anything. But what it was really doing maybe at the time is that it was moving the conversation forward. And it, everything is in its time and place and everything has to be looked at with the lens of time. And so today, would I think that a white woman would cover Strange Fruit? Probably not, is my guess, especially someone who is so sensitive and someone who is such an ally. I don't think that this would happen today, but it was moving the conversation forward or it was something that I think came to her deep from a need to cover this song, but also like her mom loved this song, you know? So it's the transcendent power of music to bridge a relationship or to bridge a divide. And so that's where I put this song in the context of all greater things. Strange Fruit, her cover of it, I put it there as a way to bridge the divide. And she showed it great respect when she was recording it. Uh, she wasn't flippant about it. I do want to talk now, this, this I, as I was thinking all day, like, how am I going to talk about this? And I don't want to, like, root around the bag and pull a different song, like an easier song to talk about. This is obviously coming for some reason. So... Let's confront it. Let's confront my emotions on it. Let's all confront where we are. And with this idea, I'm going to take this into the trans space. I'm going to take this into the gay space. And I'm going to take this into the idea that we are attempting to, uh, we as a country, are attempting to eradicate that which makes us uncomfortable or that which we do not understand. And we have fallen down some sort of weird, messy mudslide of a timeline. We are like falling down. We're like that woman 
in Triangle of Sadness for 22 minutes in her in her ship's bathroom. If you've seen it, you know which exactly which woman I'm talking about. You know exactly which woman I'm talking about. And that is the United States of America right now. We're capsizing. The whole nation is capsizing. And we are rolling around in our own fecal matter. That's what's happening. That is what's happening. We've become something I don't even recognize. I recall when I was growing up, I recall everything was moving forward and and you know the idea of gay marriage if you take it from where it was when i was a kid to where it got to even 10 years ago and now to what we're trying to do it's just like we've we were going up the hill we were running up that road we were running up that hill and then now we're sliding down the other side and i know paul abdul told us that you take two steps forward and then two steps back or Take two steps forward and one step back, three steps forward. I don't remember, but you take some steps forward and then some steps back. It just feels like we were making progress. We were making great progress in all things, in all humanitarian things, at least not, maybe not all things. This country has always been very, very racist. I've always, as a brown person, had to confront a brown invisibility. I'm sure I've talked about it here before. A brown invisibility. People literally not looking me in the eye. People coming to wanting to talk about my theater program. So they come on a tour, white donors, predominantly white donors, will come to my theater program, come take a tour of the agency and want to talk about this wonderful theater program and will look to the white person that I'm standing next to to explain the theater program. Who I'm like, actually, they don't know anything about the theater program. This is a theater program I created. And then I will have to assert myself, like the dominance of myself into that space or like the, the assertion of that I have the knowledge. So I have confronted personally just this invisibility my whole life. So I know that we're not, we haven't always made great strides uh, forward, but it seems like we are ever sliding backwards. And right now, more than ever, we need allies. We need to be allies. We don't need allies. We all need to be allies. Everybody that's listening to this, I am sure, is an ally. And we need to recruit more allies. Yeah, that's all. We need to empower a true friendship instead of performative allyship, which don't get me wrong. I'll take performative allyship over a non-allyship. I'll take performative allyship, which is the idea that people like, oh my God, I'm going to tell you something that made me feel so gross and this can't leave this room. Do you hear me? This cannot leave this room, but it made me feel gross. My name is Efrain Shunyer. I grew up knowing that my name was Efrain. However, I have a speech impediment when I speak in Spanish. I cannot roll my R's. Arr, I can't do it. So I was embarrassed to speak Spanish and eventually I lost my Spanish. Plus, all of the when in New Mexico you you it was a one language state for a really long time you couldn't you couldn't speak Spanish in public school and you would get spanked for it there was still capital punishment or corporeal punishment corporeal punishment like real punishment anyway um yeah you'd get spanked and I've never been into punishment I've never been into pain I just haven't been into it I just don't like it um so um, where am I going with this? Yeah, so I have a speech impediment in Spanish. So I adopted the name Efren. Efrain became Efren, whatever. 
It's not even Efren. Efren to me sounds so gross. The letter F, Efren, then it just should just be Frain. No, Efren is disgusting to me because then you can spell it with a PH. And is there any two letters, a combination of two letters that are more gross than the P and the H? No. So it's Efren. Efren. And maybe just feel a little bit classier. I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. But my name is Efren, and everybody calls me Efren. I have, in the last five years, in South Central, working in South Central with the majority Latinx population, I have grown so very comfortable with Efrain, even though I can't say it properly myself, but I introduce myself as Efrain or Efren, depending on who I'm introducing myself to. And of course, it's really not just on the color of the skin, but based on whether I think they can actually say my name properly or not, because Efren is easier. Everyone always hears Efren and says Efren, but after one or two corrections, you can tell if someone is like worth anything because they'll remember. If they don't remember, then they just don't listen. They don't see you. They don't recognize who you are as a person. So they don't see you and they're not worth your time. But Efrain, if someone can say that, they're not going to forget that. Anyway, the point is I go by Efren and there are 99% of the people I work with call me Efren, including a supervisor of mine who has always in the five years that I've been there called me Efren. Efren. She is not, she does not have the command of the Spanish language and in particular does not have a command of the Spanish pronunciation. But when we were having a meeting uh, with a bunch of Latinx donors, she introduced me as Efrain and she couldn't say it. So it sounded really weird and it stuck out and she had never called me that before. And it made me feel very, very gross. And that to me, is performative allyship. That to me is like, okay, I'm being touted. I'm being pulled out, dusted off, wiped down, re-greased for the stage, for the performative stage of making money, of earning some dollars for my program. And I'll do it. Believe me, I've asked for money every day of my life for not only my art, but for everything. It doesn't come easy. But, you know, like, man, fuck. You think that someone sees your identity? You think that someone sees you and you believe for years that someone, this person sees you and then they put you in the Latinx uh, little box. They put you in the brown box, you know? You thought you, were in, you thought you were in the person box, but you're in the brown box and it fucking sucks. That's all I'm saying. But I will take performative allyship because performative allyship is someone trying to um, at least make things better systematically or systemically for you. Uh, at least, at least in their heart of hearts, you know, or at least in their, (laughs) at least on some level, maybe not in their deepest heart of hearts, who fucking knows, but I'll take performative allyship over no allyship, and then I'll take, I'd rather have a true friendship. I'd rather have true understanding and true conversation across the table than performative anything. So go fuck yourself. Everybody fuck yourself, not y'all, but anybody who is performing something that they don't believe in fuck it just fuck it fuck it all i'm done it's i'm exhausted by the world that we live in if you you don't feel like that's the thing is that it doesn't take it takes so very little to educate yourself there's a million fucking podcasts out there that you can listen to i try to like have a routine of the ones that i find to be really informative and i try to listen to there's three of them that i listen to every single goddamn day and i try to i just try to like keep at least know what's fucking going on so that I know which congressman or which senator is fucking lying to everybody this this week because it's not I don't know it's just oh 
Where is this going? I don't know. There is a truth in a friendship, though. And you know when someone is standing up for you or singing from a place of true compassion and empathy and, and friendship and respect. That is what I feel is in this song from Tori Amos in this 1994 cover, which, by the way, was 30 fucking years ago which is nearly as long as it was between her cover and when Billie Holiday recorded it. Maybe an extra 20 years tacked onto it, but still, you know, time flies. Time time flies and stays exactly the same, and it's terrifying. It's terrifying how you can look in the mirror and, like, suddenly not recognize yourself, and you're starting to grow like dark spots on your face, and you don't, you feel a different way than people see you. It just sucks. It fucking, it all sucks to not have command over your life or your anything, your physical form. It sucks to not have agency over the trajectory of your life and to be at the mercy of these white, disgusting, old, white men who want to hide their own desires, who are so embarrassed of their own, of their own gay hearts, that they will do anything to take away your voice, to keep you hiding in the dark, so that their illicit desires that they have hidden in the dark can feel safe. That's what it is. You know, that's all that it is. And I probably won't be around much longer, like as far as 50, 60 years down the line, when these kids that I work with are in their 60s and 70s, you know, and things will, and they'll be the old people and then the world will have, you can look at it then and see a significant change, like 2070 versus 2023 or whatever. Take me there, though. Cryogenically freeze me and open my my tube. Then thaw me out. Thaw me out in 2075. I want to see a better world. I want... I don't want to fight. I fucking hate fighting. I, I fight... I feel like I fight so much. I fight. I fight. I'm already... I'm fighting my own words. I'm fighting myself. I'm fighting everything every day. I fight. And I just want to be... I just, I want to eat grapes and pepperonis and not be mad at myself for it. And I want to have everybody be their best beautiful version of themselves. And then somebody I really love, fuck, somebody I really love who shall remain nameless posted something on Instagram that really affected me not too long ago. They are trans and someone said something about something that they posted. You shouldn't post about Palestine because you think that you would survive as a trans person in Palestine, at least you could survive in Israel. And this person very uh, astutely said, like, you fucker, I'm living in Christian United States of America, and I can barely survive here. Like, I worry about my safety every fucking day of my life. And that was so fucking sobering. Like, as a, I have male privilege, and I have, I have, like, thick male privilege, you know, which is very few people, yeah, I do suffer from brown invisibility, but on the flip side, on the positive side of that, is that nobody really fucks with me, like, on the streets and stuff. And 
And I fucking thank God every day for that. I thank whoever is up there every day for that. I thank the elephants in the sky, the pink elephants and lemonade. I thank them because I don't have to usually think about that. But when somebody I care about very deeply posts something like that, that they are worried about their actual literal life every fucking day, it's just that's a world that it fucking sucks that we live in that world. And I would do anything to protect that person. I would do anything to protect fucking anybody that I cared about. And it's so, it's day 87 of our challenge and I don't know what to talk about except for I'm just, it's just a hard week. It's a a hard week. I'm leaving in two weeks for tour and every plan that I made to make sure that I wasn't going to be in this situation, like scrambling at my job, Everybody at every turn has blocked me from preparing properly. And this position that we've hired, I don't know. It's now left me scrambling in the exact way that I didn't want to be. And nobody, I work, I don't know. Nobody sees me. No, Can, can anybody see me? Does anybody see me? Anybody out there? <laughs> uh, this is very dramatic. And I'm, you know, I don't know if I'm, I don't know. I'm just tired. She's tired of fighting. And she's going to bed now. Have a wonderful evening. I'll talk to you tomorrow on Wednesday. I mean, Thursday. It'll be Thursday for you, but it'll be Wednesday for me. Have a good day. <laughs> Have a good night. I love you. Call me. Bye. Southern Treats. Barren, strange fruit Blood on the leaves And blood at the roots Black bodies swinging in the southern breeze Strange fruit hanging from the poplar trees. Pastoral scene of the gallant south. Them big bulging eyes. And the twisted mouth Scent of magnolia Clean and fresh Then the sudden smell
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.